A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Davis, you are listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast, and I've got Keith Dover with me this evening. How are you, Keith? I'm fine, Alan. Really good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Keith's been supporting Arsenal since 1887. That's absolutely true, but not just me. My entire family and generations of my family have been connected with Arsenal Football Club. In fact, Joshua Dover was the first steward to actually gnaw his own thighs off during a very boring match. It's absolutely true. It's something that a family have had to live with the shame for years. Uh, and uh, and Ian, Stone, Ian Stone is here. And uh, I'm going to come back to you on that, Keith. It's the whole Keith's appeared on my screen. Oh, saying all, all of that was being said from a sort of from a silhouette, a faceless silhouette. Honestly, like an absolute voice from a nightmare. (laughs) And Ian Stone has loomed next to you, looking for all the world like Patrick McGowan in the prison. You've got a black polo neck on, and you've got a light behind you. I don't know if you're the one doing the interrogating, or if you're being interrogated, (laughs) but I'd like to say to you, Ian Stone, I am not a number, I'm a free man. (laughs) Yes, that's one for the kids there, by the way. Anyone? We haven't got any kids listening to this. Go to bed. I do love the word gnaw, by the way. No, did he get his thighs off? But, I mean, he went through the thigh or just took the thigh out and reconnected the knee to the hip bone? Listen, I wasn't actually there. No, I just got the medical reports. But he was very very pliable. So it is possible we could have bent down. Flexible. Flexible. Flexible, that's the word, Ian. You see, that's an author for you. You see his use of wordplay then? No, and, no, I've uh, been um, I've been doing nothing. Early plan for the book, Ian. Early plan for the book. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't even me. I led him down that road. Me. He just he get me all all around you. People start saying his book, his book, his book, his book, his book, his book. I've been um I've been doing a lot of Pilates. That's why I have you. Yes. Oh, I thought he was going to say book signings, but uh, you know. Right. Oh, no, no, I've got, no, not promotional work. You've been doing a lot of. So you're quite. Uh, you can gnaw through your own thighs. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm not at that level yet. That's the point. I couldn't even that get is, close. To that be honest, that's a high level. That's yeah. a high level. We went through it. I mean, really. I'm carrying a bit of timber at the moment. I, took, I couldn't eat one of my thighs. Well, we've all got to lose weight now, haven't we? We've been told by the government. Meals there. We have got. We have been told by the government. Yeah, we've been told by, by the, the government to lose weight. Yeah. But we've also 
<laughs> We've also been told that we can get buy one, get one free at fast food restaurants. <laughs> I'd say those are mixed <laughs> messages. <laughs> Do you think the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing? <laughs> the right hand is was... masturbating furiously. That's <laughs> what we right know hand. the right hand is doing. The right and hand, the left is, hand probably. is flicking through an app about weight loss, while the other, the left hand's got two bargain buckets from KFC <laughs> for the price of one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what a diabolical crap hole we're living in. It's depressing. I say, I speak to you, listener, and, and you, might, you might detect a note of frustration in my voice. It's nothing to do with the football. We're speaking to you. We're recording this on Monday evening, the day after an eventful home win over Watford. Um, and uh, I've, I was in Spain. I was watching that on my phone next to a swimming pool. And then the next thing we find out is that we've got to come home because we've got to go into quarantine for 14 days and I've got to work in August. Oh. So we come home on a plane and then we go, we get, we're doing, they're doing everything over there. They're doing masks everywhere, social distancing, restaurants seating you apart, everyone's backing off when they see you coming. They're very on top of it. There's been hardly any cases where I was in Spain. I think in Malaga they've had five. So they, they effectively, they summon us home to the COVID capital of Europe <laughs> and tell us that we're the problem. You've got to stay in. You've been to Spain. Are you taking a piss? I've just left London. There's more people who've got it in Barnet than have got it in Spain. And we come back from there, having done all this social distancing, all this avoiding this wretched virus, which I've been struggling to avoid for three months. Everyone tells me that if you're over 50, you're in some death zone and you're about to catch it. I come back from there and we go into border control at Heathrow and we go into one of those snaking post office or bank queues, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Hundreds of people in one room. Hundreds of people, social distancing, out the window. None of the border control people are wearing masks. People are next to you, in front, beside you, either side. I'm surrounded for about 15 minutes by about 10 people within a metre. And that's how they're doing coming back through passport control. What it made me think of was... While I'm standing in this snaking line going up to border control, surrounded by hundreds of people, all of us breathing the same air, we're all within, breaking all the social distancing rules you can think of, at the same time I read an article the day before about how they're going to try and arrange to get football fans in stadiums where they're going to dot them around, a couple here, a couple there, but then they can't have more than one in the same row because you can't have the push past in the row. So they've got... I mean, all of these things that they're trying to think of, everyone in masks and not doing it. And then you go to border security and you see an absolute shit show and you can't understand what what is the point. What's the point, really? (laughs) And we'd be better... The only way to get there safely is to drive. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't been abroad for quite some time, so I, I haven't been able to put up with that. Yeah, but well, is, that just, just, is that because you didn't want to go or legal reasons? <laughs> <laughs> well, the book's not You've out. You've been banned. The book's not out in other territories yet. No, yeah. I'm only going to places where it's, it matters. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough, yeah. of the, enough of my moaning about my travels. I was in Spain this morning, now I'm not. Uh, you know, and it hurts. It hurts me deeply. It wounds me. I was actually meant to be coming back yesterday, but we'd extended everything till Friday. I was going to come back the day before the cup final, and I had it all worked out, and now it's all gone to it. But never mind. Now, gentlemen, uh, before we continue, I, we do need to pause briefly because um, the juicy, what, drinks break. <laughs> juicy cup drinks break. <laughs> uh, 
it's brought to you. <laughs> I wish they would do this in the Premier League. It's brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, uh, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Um, yes, 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 Keith, yeah. the expression in your face is correct. Is, is this a joke? This is not a joke. Oh. This is something that people actually do. Perhaps not yeah, Perhaps not you, Ian, although I, I notice your beard is well-trimmed. And, Keith, <laughs> I know that Prestige Barbers offer nearly all services, and if you knew the right person, someone could sort you out. I'm sure they Manscaped... Manscaped has redesigned... Did I go under the cloak? Sorry, is that how they do it? Did he go under the cloak and just... I don't know how they do it. No, you do it yourself. This is the point. You do it yourself. Manscaped, the Manscaped engineering team has perfected, perfected, so there won't be any developments with the greatest... (laughs) The greatest ball hair trimmer ever created... And has released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Lawnmower? Lawnmower. For the got, testicle area. Have you got a lawn in your underpants? Their third generation trimmer is this features going a on? cutting edge <laughs> ceramic blade. A ceramic? Blade. Well, uh, a ceramic blade. To, it's like a sign of electric shaver for your testicles or your pubic hair area. And it's yeah. got a cutting edge ceramic to reduce manscaping accidents. Reduce. Reduce, but not completely eradicate. <laughs> not eliminate. You can still hurt yourself. Eliminate. You yes. can still hurt yourself. Blimey. Be careful. Yeah. Uh, it's got an LED light, which illuminates the grooming area. Well, you would need that. I hope so. You wouldn't want to do that in the dark, <laughs> would you? It's, it's waterproof. You can take it in the shower. Can you? Yeah. And it's got... This worried me. A seven thousand RPM motor. So, oh dear, you know, that's a, that's this a bit sounds of like a Honda Fireblade or an R1 or something. But this is quite a powerful. Does it come in different colours? <laughs> <laughs> the neighbours might think you're putting a shelf up. <laughs> but what you're actually doing is you're doing some sort of an Aubameyang haircut on to, your sack. To, to on your sack. Hmm. Uh, and it's got a charging stand so you can show your mower off loud and proud. Do you know what? We laugh at this, but there are a lot of young a guys... Lot of people are I, grooming at the moment. Who do a lot of grooming, I'm not grooming down below. obviously. And, of course, there's a lot of hairy men. I mean, it, it's an issue. I mean, listen, you take yeah. your trousers it's... off, your underpants, suddenly it's like a massive hair. That's not attractive look for anyone, is it? If there's We're not oh. talking about men who are, you know, like you, Keith, who are molting into their underwear. It's <laughs> about people <laughs> whose pubic hair, you know, pubic hair is like zing, zing. ping, yeah. alive. Alive. And, it's, and it needs to be... And, and also, are, are you saying are... my pubic hair is like on the bit of the lame side? Is that what you're trying to suggest? Well, it sounds like it's falling off in your pants. Anyway, <laughs> listen, you've interrupted. Go I'm on. trying to... I'm trying to do a favour for our sponsors here. Please do. Yeah. Not making it easy. Uh, get 20%, 20% off. 20% off. Not your pubes. The price. 20% off and free shipping with the code Tuesday at manscaped.com. Now, listen, listener. If you, now, we do need you to buy a ball trimmer because then they'll come back and sponsor us again. If no one goes to Tuesday at manscaped.com, what's the point? 
Uh, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code TUESDAY. It's time to shave those balls. I I am going to do it. I'm going to do it. You're I'm going to trim it. myself. If we win the FA Cup, Keith, I want you I, I to shave do. your pubes into the shape of the FA Cup <laughs> and, and, and photograph it and post it on the internet. I think it's legal issues. You once said if we won the European Cup, you'd get a tattoo. This is a much smaller commitment. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to take the Fifth Amendment, OK? I'm sure <laughs> the ball trimmer is a perfectly acceptable device for the young, thrusting young man. You know, and listen, go out there and buy that ball trimmer now. It's needed, and it's a long overdue device, I think, for the, as I say, the young... And and 20% off, Keith. 20% 20% off, that's a lot off. Free shipping. That's a good deal. If you just say Tuesday Club, I mean, brilliant. Listen... Tuesday, Tuesday at Manscaped. And you'd need to buy, you know, one for yourself. You wouldn't want to share a man trimmer, you know, thing, would you? You wouldn't... Can I have a lend of your manscaped? Why why, why did that come in here? I don't know. I'm just, you know... We're going to have a Tuesday club. It's all of us. Just little glimpses into your life and then you shut the door on us. (laughs) It's just... Suddenly he goes, I'd get one for yourself. I'm not sharing it. No. Who did did you have in mind when you said that? (laughs) Who's your best mate? Listen, you. What's going on over there? How would you feel if. You know, we could pop round one of Don't don't start asking me how I would feel if someone borrowed me man trimmer. No one's borrowing me man trimmer. Keep it. Keep it. I'll get another one. You might leave it in your bathroom. And I go, oh, hang on. That's a. It's a man trimmer there, I'm like... What are you doing in his bar? Well, initially having a piss. But I, I might see this and go, hang on a minute. Well, could do a bit Keith, of after trim. this conversation, I should be keeping my... <laughs> man trimmer. Ball trimmer ball under trimmer. lock and key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a 7,000 RPM ceramic blade. It better be kept on a high shelf away from the children. <laughs> So, the Arsenal, that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, what, yeah. what an excellent <laughs> season we've had. Are we doing a season review I at this point? I don't think we can bring... We? I can't no. bring myself to. That, I will, we will do a season review, but it's going to take me a couple of years to build up to it. I don't think I can... Yeah, yeah we could, need could, another season before frankly, we can talk about this season. The season's been so long, I can't remember the beginning of it. Yeah. 352 <laughs> days could since we, it started. Could we take our club to the popular BBC television programme, The Repair Shop? Like the three of us, you know, everyone from, <laughs> could go in there and they go, what's the problem? Well, uh, it's, it's not working. It's just not working. Structural issues. And then the ex, they, they take it all apart. They go, oh, look, there's a couple of cronkies in there. Rip them out. And then we come back and they pull back the, you know, the cloth. Why do you... And we go, oh, and we all start crying because, look, we've won the premiership, we've won this, you know. <laughs> Why do you torture yourself, Keith? The Cronkies ain't going anywhere, mate. No, they're not. I don't, I know, see, the point. But... don't see the point, mate. Really? Well, could, I, could I torture them? That would be better, rather than me doing tortured. I think torturing them would be a really better... <laughs> don't you think yeah. it's a bit of a worry for us and all that? All mm. the time, for the last few years, we've been thinking... We can't defend, we can't defend, we, we can't hold a lead, we're prone to mm. mistakes. If we get ourselves in a good position in the game, we'll shoot ourselves in the foot. And there are many examples of that, really, since the lockdown. 
But more than anything, and it's been borne out by a stat this week, that we've got one of the lowest chance creation ratios in the whole division. We're right down in the bottom six for chances created. And it's, there's no doubt about it. Watching this play against Aston Villa, with just what? There's no penetration. There's no, even it seems to me, a desire to put things in the area. Even when we have 30 seconds left in stoppage time, and we had a chance, I think it was Pepe, I can't remember. Anyway, someone had a chance to get get it in the box. They went backwards and around again, trying to find another route through. And Villa set up this defensive block there and they just kept us out for a, for a clean sheet. We kept them in the division, really. I mean, I sympathise yeah. with our players because I do think that the Manchester City game, the semi-final, psychologically, yeah. even if not physically, yeah, was, took a lot a out of them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there are one or two missing who might make the difference there. I was particularly, I'm thinking, uh, Martinelli. Amy Amy Lawrence put up a really nice thing on her Twitter feed, which was a shot from high up in the, one of the stands at Stamford Bridge. I haven't watched it yet. Of a goal, Martinelli's goal. Of Martinelli's goal. Which again, this is why I can't do a season review without reading it about, about <laughs> all the way back because I've forgotten it. Martinelli scored a goal running from his own half at Stamford Bridge. A Chelsea right, right. player lost his footing in the centre circle, and he and he skipped past him, and then it was an extraordinary goal. He ran all the way through and side footed it in the net. It was an absolutely fantastic goal. And I'd totally forgotten it happened. And we, yeah, we there's a lot happened. Uh, we definitely we're really really relying, aren't we, on I, about me? Yeah. I can't I can't remember beyond the three times recently that David Luiz has been sent off. But apparently there, <laughs> there were times earlier in the season this is like when a, that happened This is a pub well. quiz we're going to do where you have to try and remember all of the penalties that David Luiz has, has given away. The one he gave away against Watford, and when he's good, he oh, is very, one, very yeah. good, isn't he? Oh, he was outstanding against, against City. City. And against yeah. Watford, he was, when we were 3-0 up, he just went asleep. He just goes to yeah. sleep for the rest of the match. We're 3-0 up, it's Watford at home, it's quite a nice day. He goes to sleep. He should have cleared the cross. I was nice to see Danny Well, absolutely gutted for Danny Welbeck. Yeah. But him and Troy Deeney, they look good together as a pair. They were causing trouble, not articles, trouble for our sleeping defence. And they, But they had chances, didn't they? If they had sorry, chances. Al. I, I love Danny Welbeck as well, but if Danny Welbeck was the player we hoped he would be, he would have scored those He had goals. a couple of great chances. He had a couple of and chances. And so did Deeney. Deeney had a free, pretty much free header. Free header. Free header. And they could have, we have a very, they could have beaten very us. us to be... Well, as us, it's very us to be 3-0 up and sort of struggling the whole time and really looking fragile at 3-0 up at home to a but, team in but, the bottom but, three. But look, eventually let, went down. Let, let's be fair. Look, the game to us was a worthless run, but there was no point. Now, you're thinking to yourself, we're 3-0 up. We've got a cup final next week. That's where everything rests on. You're one silly tackle away from being injured and not in the cup. I'm giving... I'm going to... Cutting some slack on the last two games. Yeah, no, I feel... I, well, as long as they I turn know, up on the day. I don't know about I cutting mean, them some slack. I mean, I feel like it's just what they are. It, mm. it, if they drop 5%, they were at 100% against Man City, and that's what they can be. And that's what Arteta yeah. wants them to be. And here, we, this is what they're like. Down they go again. Yeah. That's what they're yeah. like. And it is the difference between us and Watford, actually. Not a lot of difference. But Aubameyang scores some miracle overhead... When he gets the chance, even if he takes a not a great foot, he can't believe the ball's landed at his feet for a start. It's come all the way from the yeah. other the touchline, and then he tries. He takes a touch, but it bounces up, and he hooks it in over his shoulder. 
But then the other day, Welbeck scored an overhead, didn't he? And then he tried a back heel that Martinez saved. Great save. What a goalkeeper he's, he's turning he's into. I was I impressed with David Lewis, not just for what his performance in the City game. Now, afterwards, he grabbed hold of Maitland Niles when the final whistle was having a really intense conversation. Now, he could have been talking about the game or he could have been saying, listen, I know a couple of clubs up in Knightsbridge. We can get some women in there. We'll be there in, you know, in a couple of hours. He might have been saying that. Might have been on the other that. hand, he could have been talking Keith. about the all game. Men. Oh, yeah, you know, all, all men. men. Let's not be propositioning him. Who knows? But, he might have been saying, you know, I too am a conservative. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But it was impressive. It's now the thing is, next week we face the same situation as last year. Chelsea had already qualified for the Champions League, the pressure was off, we played them in the Europa League, we had to win the Europa League to get into the Champions League. Now we face the prospect we've got to win the FA Cup to get in just into the Europa I'm League. Not bothered about Europe though, are you? No. I, I um, want to beat Chelsea, really. I really I want to beat, I just want to win the cup. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to lose back-to-back finals to them. I uh, no, I, me neither. But I, I also want to get into Europe again because I think it will get us better players. I've changed my mind on this. I don't really like the Europa League. It's it's a shit competition until the quarterfinals, but. It gives us an extra 30 million quid. That's another player. And and I want the big players to stay as well, particularly Aubameyang. And he might stay with Europa League. Maybe. Stay maybe. Europa League? Because what I'm, my thinking is next season, we could get. We're 10 points off top four, right? We're 10 points off. It's not that much. Mm. If you get yourselves organised, we've lost too many games, we've drawn too many games, we haven't created enough chances. But if I feel as though Arteta could address it and could get us. 10 points more next season. I feel confident that he will get us 10 points more next season. But it's going to be harder if we're playing September to May and we're playing on Thursdays. You're right, Mm. but I want to win the Cup. And if we win the Cup, we're going to Europa League. So I know what you mean. I'll take Europa League as a penalty for winning the Cup. That's what it feels like. (laughs) It doesn't feel like a reward. It feels like you won the Cup. Bad luck. We need a couple of players, though. We do need some players. We definitely need a a, a central midfielder. We could really treat the Europa League like we've treated the League Cup. They're just putting the kids and just go, well, if you do well, fine. But if you go out, don't beat yourself up about it. But that's what they did do that. Emery did did do that. Emery got us all the way to the final quite cleverly with with his selections throughout. Uh, listen, yeah. uh, whatever. We'll see what happens about Europe. It's a pain, it, Frankly, it's a pain in the arse because the season's going to be really compressed. It's going to be a lot of matches and the thing that's going to give us an advantage in getting up the table is not having to play these these group games, not having to go well, to the Ludogorets or whatever. They're talking about the League Cup on the head, aren't they? They're gonna get, maybe the uh, Carabao Cup's going to go this season. Maybe, or next season, I should say. Yeah, that's, that's the most big rumour. Who knows? It doesn't start till September the 14th and it finishes at the same time. And there's no international breaks because mm. all the games have been played leading up to Euros anyway. Yeah. So they're just going to well, play straight international through. international break, be... aren't they, before the season starts? Isn't that what they do? I suppose they might do a couple they're of games in, but that's it. the beginning of September because there's normally a break yeah, yeah. then. But do you yeah, think there's the, mu- the money around to buy big players? I mean, if Aubameyang did want to go and we wanted to sell him... Have Barcelona and Madrid got the dosh? Would they I'm want not to sure buy they him? want him. 
I'm not sure they want him. I think it depends who comes he's in for him. He's gonna stay. He's gonna stay. If he doesn't stay with, we are F U C K U D. Yeah, <laughs> we are really. Well that player is our best player by a country mile. I was gutted for him he didn't join. I mean, fair play to Jamie Vardy. It's an absolutely fantastic season. And I think he's shown this season that he's not just a kind of rapier forward at the runaway and get goals on the break. He's shown he's a clever player. He's shown he can make he can make assists. He's got a good touch. He's mobile. He's really smart forward. He should definitely go to the Euro. I think he's sort of overlooked because there's a lot of emphasis with Gareth Southgate on on youth, particularly obviously Rashford, sensational, and Sterling is amazing. And now there's Greenwood coming up. And hopefully Bukayo Saka, although he's umming and ahhing because he might go Nigeria, might not even hope, I hope, I hope, please, he plays for England. Yeah. And there's Harry Kane there as well, obviously. So Vardy, might you're thinking, oh, is he being, is he going to be squeezed out? Uh, I, it's fair to say that if Kane had played 38 games, he'd have walked it. But Vardy is, has been brilliant this season. But Oba was so going for it, wasn't he, against Watford? He, he, was. he got two goals in he the was. first half. And they kept trying to tee him up. There's one point when Enketia got through and he tried to tee him up, but it wasn't a great pass and he made the chance difficult and, he, and the keeper saved it. And then the commentator was saying, well, there'll be serious questions asked of Arsenal, if that means so, as if, as if we might get into trouble for trying to tee up Aubameyang for his hat-trick. As <laughs> 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 if the, F, the FA are going to come down hard on, on Enketia for, for passing it to Aubameyang in a bar. You, you, you're that- in trouble for that. No, you're not. Is that what he meant? Yeah. Is that what yeah, he meant so by he that? I didn't well, say I that. I thought he meant. What did you oh, think right. he meant? Oh, right. Okay, fair enough. But it was ridiculous then, in that case. But he shouldn't have passed it. He just wanted to try and set up his mate. Good on well, him. Well, they're brought up like that, aren't they? You know. But in Ketsia, if that's Ian Wright, he's going through the scoring, isn't he? I mean, there's not, not or Alan Shearer or Gary Lineker or any of those. And Ketsia, yeah, but they've all learnt from they've all learnt from Henri, haven't they? Henri would always tee up someone if he could. Yes. You know, yeah, only after he scored an hat-trick. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Thierry Henry got a 20, 20 assists. I mean, only equaled by Kevin De Bruyne. The, the he got 20 assists 20 in a assists season. and scored 30 goals. And scored 30 goals. Wow, <laughs> I didn't know that. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. De Bruyne is yeah. an absolute magician. But a fair, fair point Not was made the other day that De, that yeah. De Bruyne finished with 19 assists this season, which equals Meza Ozil's best season. And several people have made the point on social media that Mesut Ozil had Olivier Giroud and Theo Walcott in front of him and not <laughs> Gabriel Jesus and Raheem yeah. Sterling Sergio Aguero, and Sergio yeah. Aguero taking the chances. <laughs> so how many... If Mesut Ozil was playing for... By the way, someone, also, someone else also pointed out that Ozil's created more chances than any other Arsenal player and this is an absolute catastrophe, the way this is panning out, this Ozil thing. I don't know. I don't know what is happening with him or what. I, I do. I Arteta's the boss, and he has to be the boss. And if this guy's not has done something or isn't pulling his weight or has said something or is there some problem, then if, the manager if. has to have the last word and has to well, be able to leave the. Listen, but this is now. This is now turning into a massive call because this guy is our best creative player, and we can't create a bloody chance, can we? Well, I, listen, there must, something must have happened behind the scenes. Now, the thing is, this thing about him having a bad back, I was having a oh, conversation with a friend. Do me a favour. Well, that's this bollocks. is it. Well, you well, know that's said, bollocks, right? Of course, that, it, course it's bollocks. It's bollocks. But this, this is the point I want to get to. Do you think he was going into training and going, oh, 
uh, manager, our boss, I, I put my back out, I was putting some fence panels up in the garden the other day, and my back's gone. Uh, or I was working on a Ford Cortina, I was underneath, the jack went, I pulled myself. I mean, I'd love our listeners no, to come up with no, a stupid He's not going to hurt his back in the way that you might hurt your back. Like, I, mean, well, I hurt my I'm back saying. this week by throwing my nine-year-old around the swimming pool. But that is, that, he has not got a bad back. I don't hasn't. believe it. No, I don't listen. believe it either. That's what I'm saying. People. I wonder what excuse was. How did he allegedly get this bad back? Because I can't think there's anything that man has ever done in his life that's going to put his back out. Lifting gold bars. Lifting gold bars is what There happened. you go. He's yes. got a lot of gold bars. And he was taking them from <laughs> the car into the house <laughs> and he put his he back He might out. say to you, Keith, I'll tell you I've got a bad back, carrying the arsenal for three years. You've always had a soft spot for him, and I understand that. A Al, soft but spot. He's, he's a genius, mate. Well, well maybe one game was. in twenty. No, but you're being you know, very unfair. I totally so agree. You're being very. You're no, being slightly. I agree with you that in the last two seasons he hasn't played, and there's no doubt that after Wenger left, he went. Through the floor, and what mm. for what reason he obviously couldn't please Emery at all, and he can't please Arteta, and he doesn't do the work that's required of these people. And if, the thing that summed him up in that regard, because uh, it, 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 it's, it's not the case that I'm his number one defender at all, the thing that summed up in that regard is well, under Emery, they brought in a fitness coach. Do you remember? And down in front of us in block 32, no. at the beginning of the second half, they would put out these little white cones and they had to do a little fast little sprint on the spot through the cones as they re-entered <laughs> the playing arena. I mean, it was farcically ridiculous. And these are professional athletes who know how to warm up, who know every inch of their, you know... This guy, this is—he just put some cones. It's embarrassing for them. This, well, I was going to say sixty thousand in. There's forty thousand in. But anyway, the the point of it is, (laughs) Özil would walk as slowly as he possibly could through those cones, swaggering between them. Really, he may as well have just given the finger for for the entire time to the fitness coach. He—he was saying. But I'm not doing this, and I don't care what you think, and I don't like this regime. And you can say, and, there, and there's nothing this manager can do about it. There's nothing. They won't drop me. They won't. They won't sell me. I can actually take the piss out of the fitness coach in front of the guy. He did it every home game. He never once did the little sprint. Was he good enough to take the piss, do you think? I mean, I'm not sure he was. I no. think maybe in the first couple of no, seasons. No, mate, of course not. not. after that. Listen, so, listen, it's a team game and you've got to put a shift in and you've got to work. You know, he doesn't do the work. He disappears from games. He does all the things that they accuse him of. But at, at other times, I do think that he was putting more work in than he was given credit for. He's the first is- one to be nailed. Because he's high-paid and high-profile... He would get That's nailed true. and he'd get more criticism than any other Arsenal player. And there were times when other Arsenal players were hiding and they were giving it to Ozil and hiding and not taking responsibility. And one or two of them didn't have enough about them to make anything happen. So it was all about us. If Ozil knew if we if we lost the game that he would get stick and other people wouldn't. And I and that must drive you mad. And the contract's not his fault. <laughs> 
Is it? I mean, the contract's ridiculous, but it's not his fault. Similar oh, thing no, with Gareth Bale. What's yeah. happening with Gareth Bale at Real Madrid is so sad. You know, it, we, we've taken the mickey out of him for years because he played for Tottenham. But what a fantastic footballer he is. An absolutely amazing footballer, and he's just sitting out there, stewing, earning that millions of pounds a year, but a total waste leave. of a footballer. Where's... Where's your pride then? Just leave. I, don't I mean, you don't need. It, well, he's you don't need any more money. Take a fifty percent pay cut. You're still on two hundred grand a week. Go and play somewhere you enjoy I don't playing know if football. I would do Why that. sit there? He's on six hundred like, grand a week, mate. Well, whatever it is. Why sit But he was supposed to go to time? China, and then they pulled the plug on the deal, didn't but they? I'm, I'm talking about Ozil as well. I don't understand why mm. he's still around. He knows he's not but wanted. But it must be it didn't work out with me. There must be something more to it than meets the eye. I can't imagine Arteta would shoot himself in the foot. Something must have gone down between the two of them. Something's happened in training well, that we, we are not we privy to. Well, but, that's but, it. You know. Mikel Arteta is the man and I'm happy to follow him. And if he drops Meza Ozil, as much as we create one chance every two games or something. We were 16th, 16th in the league in terms of part, uh, chance creation, just above Watford. I mean, that is terrible. Arteta was at Manchester City for how long? Look at all the egos there. And he didn't fall out with any players, not that we know of, at Manchester City. He comes to Arsenal, we have one ego problem, and, and it's with Ozil. It, it's That's, not, uh, listen, the, he inherited the something. Ozil problem. The Ozil, yeah. uh, Ozil was Wenger's boy, Wenger loved him, he's exactly Wenger's sort of player, and he's a magician, he's a wizard, he's fantastic. And he, and he, he's done, he did great things for us in a little period from 2014 to 2016, but the last two years since 2018, certainly, the guy hasn't turned up. He yeah. just hasn't no. delivered. And yet, and yet, he's created 50-odd chances this season. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, I can't understand. In a team that doesn't create chances. Like, you're create absolutely anything. right. Al. It's a bit bonkers what's going on. I really like, by the way, um, when he came on, I'm a... Becoming a huge fan of Reese Nelson, I really, I really like him. Oh, really? I like. He's him. All right. I think he's got. He's direct. He's got great feet. He can play. I think he deserves more chances, and perhaps he'll get more chances. But I, it's a shame he hasn't had. I think he had a little groin thing. Otherwise, he might have had a had a go in the Villa game. Maybe. Can I? Can I ask a question? Are you optimistic? Because I am. By the way. This has been the first time I've felt optimistic in quite some Based time. Based on what? I look like, at what, what are you optimistic about? I look at the I look at the young talent we got in our team: Saka, Tierney, yeah. Reese Nelson, Martinelli. Um, uh, Martinelli. There's a few. I look at the goalkeeper now, and I think he could be a world class goalkeeper. I genuinely think that. Very and, much so. And I think we have got some talent, but we need. And that Saliba's meant to be great as well, but That's, that, we that need last a one's of a big shout because this, if this yeah. kid is as good as they say he is, because really, the next, I um, mean, I like Rob Holding, but he's, he's been a bit of a mess, oh. hasn't he? No, uh, no. Yesterday, he doesn't was, fancy was Socrates. Holding's no. passing yesterday was was really inconsistent. Bellerin's been inconsistent. Socrates has dropped him completely. Louise is inconsistent. Mustafi's a mistake waiting to happen. Kalasnach's chaos on legs. <laughs> it might even be an anagram. Yeah, probably is, and that's probably yeah, that is the yeah, no, so no, really, Saliba's a big one. I, I'm not convinced by uh, old Labia Pablo Mari because I feel like he's lumbering and a bit slow, yeah. and he's only bought him because he's left-footed and cheap, and he knew him at Man City. Yeah, it's, it's a, there's a lot of concerns. In, 
That's a healthy five players we need to get rid of. Where's Gwen, what's Gwen Doozy playing at? What the hell is he playing at? Who does he think he is? He's, he's, he's falling out like... with the manager and he won't apologise and he's been sent to commentary by the manager. Does he not realise yeah. this is a serious situation? Well, he had trouble at his old uh, club as well, didn't he? Was he? Where was he? Yeah, apparently he fell out with a couple of managers. He's yeah. twenty so years old. This kid. We what, we must have be a an lot of problems. Prick. Well, <laughs> get, get your shit together. You're at work now. That's the boss. You're not at school. You're not in a youth team anymore. You're not. I don't know if he went to Clairefontaine. I don't think he did. You're not somewhere where everyone's going to carry your bags and tell you you're lovely and your hair looks good. You're at work for the Arsenal, and you have to listen to the manager and do what he says and what Steve Brown says and what the other fellow whose name I can't pronounce says. They're the coaching staff. Show some respect. Pull your finger out and do some work. I can't understand. I like the him. fact that he's. I like the fact that he's been told. That's the other reason I'm optimistic. Yeah. I think Mikel Arteta is going to be a great. Well, that's manager. why I feel like that, he up. knows that's the way it has to be. It has to be. Yeah. It's like Alex Ferguson. Yeah. He's so David Beckham. David Beckham. Stam. Yep, Stam as well. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's Roy Keane. He Roy tossed Keane. him out of the club. He's the three of the That's best players in their positions I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and he did that. And I think Mikel Arteta is going to take no shit from anyone. And I like that because that is what this club needs. But I do like the youth. I do like yeah, that. And we, don't forget we've got think... Smith-Rowe to come. He, didn't he go yeah. online? I mean, we've got a very good nucleus Joe of Willock. young players who seem committed to the club. I would say, back in up there, look at the youngsters who have played this season. They've played better than some of the senior players. Their attitude has been better than senior players. They look gutted when they've lost, you know, where some of the senior players look, oh, well, it's another day at the office. And I think if we can buy some decent defenders, uh, we could, do, we could, you know, make top four. And who knows with the Cups, you know. I think, you know, it's, That's it's where there. we are. We've got a good news. That's nucleus where we are. If yeah. he's given the right amount of money to go out and buy some good, decent players. I can't. He's going to have trouble offloading the rubbish of the players you mentioned. Adam. I think that's the trouble, mate. And this idea yeah. that if he, when you say if he's given money, there isn't money. No. Well, that's why we need to get into the Europa League, mate. That is the reason that we need to get in the Europa League for well, that. Do you think we'll beat quid. Chelsea? Um, I think it's fifty-fifty. Do you? But I felt you think I it's fifty-fifty. We're eighth. We played them twice yeah, this yeah, season. Yeah, but... We haven't. We've got one point. And they no, thrashed we know us we're a year ago, and they're in right, the top then, four. Why is it fifty-fifty? Yes, we are massive underdogs, got... mate. Yeah. No, no, no. We no. Sorry, they haven't got Eden Hazard. He made the big difference to that team in that game in Baku. He did, yes, and he's he, the, did. he was the be- he was better than anyone else on the pitch. They haven't got him now, and I don't think we're appreciably worse than that team last year. And if we turn up like well, we did against Man better, City, but... <laughs> no, but if we turn up like we did against Man City. We will beat them. Beat. We will. Oh, that's the We should have beaten them. We, we should have beaten them in both games. Now you're saying, we sh- I feel inspired. Now I'm starting to get, <laughs> this is Virgin of Churchillian. If we turn up and play brilliantly, we'll beat them. <laughs> so, that, I do. I, I feel energized. They know. I feel alive. I was on, <laughs> I was on, a, Zoom, I was on a Zoom chat the other day with all the old men that I play football with and then we can't play football, obviously. And, and so... We were saying, oh, what's going to happen with this final? And I said, you know, Chelsea, you know, they've signed Timo Werner, right? Who's second to Lewandowski in the Bundesliga. Great Red-hot striker, finishing everything. 
brilliant signing. They've 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 signed Zayek or Zech or I don't know how to say yeah, his name. Yeah, yeah, from Ajax. From Ajax. There's a clip of him. I remember seeing it about a year ago. When that, it was such a shame that Tottenham knocked him out of that semi-final because that them in the final that would have been something. Ajax against Liverpool. They were a mm, great side. Yeah. They really were, and they blew that semi against Tottenham. And they, that team, you know, for the Ajax fans to know that team will never play together again, absolutely heartbreaking. But that guy Zech. Or Zayech, or he hit a pass with his left foot, a crossfield pass. That is sensational. He is a yeah. massive, massive <laughs> talent. And they've got yeah. Pulisic, right? Yeah. And and so and, and so we're on the Zoom chat. Someone goes, "Oh, I hear, uh, I hear Arsenal are going to sign Willian." And one of, one of my Chelsea mates goes, "He's brilliant, William. Fantastic player." I said, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he is brilliant. He is brilliant. He's also thirty-two. You've signed Werner and Pulisic and Ziyech for about two hundred million quid, and we're out at the back of your ground, hanging around by the bins to see what you throw out." <laughs> That's where we are at the moment. We are standing by Chelsea's bins. <laughs> Are you saying that we're not 50-50? Is that what you're saying? We are way off 50-50, my friend. (laughs) If we beat this lot at the weekend, I'd love it if we beat them. I'd love it if we beat them. Not just because of Fat Frank and he's a big cockney twat and all that. No, not just because of old Fat Boy Frank. Just because... How did it come to this? We used to... We used to... We're sniffing around Chelsea's bins and we used to laugh in the face of Chelsea. Not the headhunters, but the, the yeah. other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not those. Not the national, not the national front ones. Not the Seacarly no. ones. Not no, when it was no, all Seacarly, Seacarly, Seacarly. Remember that was lovely down at the bridge, wasn't it? Lovely atmosphere <laughs> down at the bridge. Not those ones. We didn't laugh at those ones. We, we turned the other cheek wrongly. No, yeah, we're dustbin dippers, basically, we're aren't we? We're just <laughs> going round in an old van. We want Willian. We. <laughs> We wanted Willian ten years ago. Were you taking the piss out of me, Willian? He's going to keep Martinelli and Saka out of the team. Why do you get a thirty-two-year-old when you've got these kids coming through, Nelson and Saka and Martinelli? They could be Willian if you back them. Don't get some thirty-two-year-old reject from up the road. Go and find some talent from. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we need someone who can create a chance. Tomorrow, in the next match, an immediate impact on the side while the younger ones are growing. Maybe that's the thinking. Listen, we can't. We haven't got time. We are not creating enough chances. We need to get a player who create chances every game next season. That's why they're thinking about thirty-two-year-olds. And why is it so Arsenal that we buy this youngster from France? Was it is it Saint Etienne? And then we had to loan Saliba him back. You're about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why do we have to loan him back? Why can't we be like Manchester City and Liverpool? Actually, buy a player, then he gets on the plane with Arteta, and then he's at the Emirates. I mean, you don't go and buy a car, do you? And go, there's the money, mate. Lovely. Oh, do you mind if I drive around here for the six months? Well, you mean I can't take it now? Nah, nah, I'm going to carry on driving it. Come back in six months' time and you can have the car. Why not? Why well, can't we just buy him and take him with us? I know what you us? mean, but the modern <laughs> transfer system and the loan oh, system and just, that whole thing. It's, I do it's think, oh. I'm one of those people who thinks the loan system's a bit of a joke, actually. And if a club's got 30 or 40 players out on loan, that's farcical. Yes, should be some sort. Chelsea had fifty six. There's got to be a cap on that. Surely you can't. You can't because you're so wealthy, and your wealth isn't generated from football. Your wealth's been brought in from outside football. You can recruit all these players. You know those two, like the Bantams Banter boys. Hello, Bantams Banter. Yeah. One of their one of their. 
kids, uh, Dom's kid is, is a little footballer. He's quite a good, talented little footballer. And uh, he's in training with Bradford City, of course. But Manchester City came sniffing around, inviting him over to the Etihad complex, you know, because you're allowed to recruit anyone who's within a 90-minute journey of your club to tempt all these kids from miles around, not just Lancashire, but right over, over in Yorkshire, and come and train. And, of course, because his, his dad's a Bradford City fan through and through, he said, you're not going there. And he's <laughs> kept him where he is. But they, 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 this recruitment of kids isn't just about 16, 17, 18-year-olds. It's they're recruited. They can suck up all of these boys, all of these youngsters from miles around, and there's so many financial inducements given to teenagers and God knows what goes on. And then you can loan out 50. It's really to seem so bent. It has to be a limit on how many people you can, you can loan in and loan out. They just have, It's a simple cap on that. You can loan out 10. Yep. That would transform it overnight because they wouldn't be able to then hold on to a squad of 100 players on wages that can't be matched by any other club. And if you pay, if this is pay, if you're paying out wages on employees, somehow it's, it's it just feels like one of the routes around financial fair play. And we've seen them get out of this situation in Europe, haven't we? Where you just feel well, like this is a lot so of the lower league bent. clubs that used to run academies have stopped them now because they were investing in their own academies. Clubs like Brentford and or you know Southend have stopped theirs. I used to know a lad who was one of their coaches. He used yeah, to be because a the bigger clubs there. were just. They stopped players. it. They've got no youth team. Yeah. Yeah. Because the big clubs would go, oh, look, he's quite good. And then they'd suddenly pinch him. And then, it's, what's the point of having an academy if we can't bring those academy players through to our own system and play for Brentford or, or whatever and get, reap at some benefit and then get a transfer fee? It's just they just they just poach him. So, you know, it's sad. Yeah. Well, that ship sailed a long time ago, yeah. didn't it? It's well, not fair. if they change the rules, mate. Who's they, though? They haven't got any power. You're talking about the Premier League well, or have, FIFA? Sure, you or can UEFA? have power to say you can only loan a certain number of people out. That doesn't right, feel UEFA. like a great restriction on a business or something that's going to be taken to the European Court of Human Rights or something. You can't have <laughs> this many players. You can't own all this many players and loan out 50. Mm. Yeah, there's some restriction on how many you can have out on loan. That seems like a footballing rule that seems fair enough. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you on that one. With you. Anyway, I don't know how we got on this topic. Let's talk about Danny Welbeck. Do you think he's going to be in the Championship all next season? He's had so many injuries, hasn't he? It's just been terrible. He was getting in behind our defence all the time. He was making mugs of us. He didn't take all his chances. He took one, but he looked dangerous. Him and Deeney could tear up the championship. I don't know, but I don't know who they're going to be managed by, and I don't know who they're going to be playing with. But it did make me think of how brilliant he was for us in the last time we played Chelsea in the FA Cup final, 2017. He was oh, awesome. he was man of the match. Yeah, well, they were all brilliant. They were all brilliant that day, though, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were. Fair. But Wells but was amazing in that game. I, I agree with Keith. I had him man of the match. He ran them ragged. Was it well, Louise he was on the his... back? <laughs> 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 he was on his game. When he was on his game, Danny Welbeck, but what did we pay for him? 16 million quid? Because I remember it was the same day that... Who was that striker who went to Man United for about 500 grand a week? The uh, South American guy who was at Atletico Madrid. 
They oh. spent the money on a striker. Mm. Was it not Forlan, but it was someone Falco? a bit like no, it him. Wasn't him, was it? Yeah, I can't remember. But anyway, anyway, they spent more money than we did. Mm. And we got, you know, 16 million quid is not going to get you a 25-goal-a-season striker. It isn't. Now, he might have got that with, without injuries, but... Watching him, I said it to you just before, Al. Watching him playing in that game, he had three presentable chances. Ian Wright probably buries all of them. Yes, all of them. He does. So does Shearer. And, and I just didn't see it with Danny Welbeck. At times, he was good. He was great for England coming off the right, and he scored out trick and all the rest of it. But was he top level? No. I don't no, think he I was. Tell you, I'm not, not saying that, but I'm, saying, I'm telling you that the, his work ethic and his attitude and his drive and what he did against Chelsea, who were the champions that year, was great. best team was in the great. league, and just yeah. by the way being brought up at Alex Ferguson's Man United, you don't get across the white line onto the pitch if you don't bust a gut for the side. And, right. and what we saw, actually, maybe that's sort of stumbled on it, is we saw a little tiny piece of Alex Ferguson turned up at our club because that player worked his socks off every minute he was on the pitch for Arsenal he ran himself into the ground every minute he was on the pitch I see I see Lacazette who's scored a couple of good goals lately and he's been playing okay I see him getting subbed after an hour looking miserable and I say you want to get I don't know who's your fitness coach, you need to get up there with Welbeck and do some training at Watford because you're not as fit as him and you don't try as hard as he does. And that is, if you, with the talent that you have, because he's got more talent, Lacazette, than Welbeck, his shooting is sensational and his finishing's pretty good. You know, he's got a lower centre of gravity, he can turn, but he doesn't work as hard. Mm. No. No. Anyway, I wish he, I, yeah, perhaps knowing him, he'll stay at Watford and bring him up. Yeah. And so will well, Deeney. And Deeney, I know he's been a bit gobby about Arsenal and he's fallen out with a few Arsenal fans, but I saw I saw a, a few of our players consoling him yesterday. Well, I've seen an interview with Troy Deeney, though. He seems like, you know, he's coming to... He might be thinking of coming to the end of his career. He said he's been carrying a long-term injury and, and that. He, I mean, he was obviously pretty down, you know. But Listen, he wasn't wrong about us lacking cojones or whatever no, he said no, at the time no, he the to be fair head, yeah. we didn't want to hear it but no. we all went well yeah fair enough Troy yeah you know we all knew it yeah we know we, we want our players to be bullying their strikers not the other way around <laughs> yeah, it's the last exactly. thing you want to hear isn't it <laughs> really the idea that under with Tony Adams and Campbell and Bold and people like that the idea that Troy Deeney could bully anyone <laughs> yeah. <is> ridiculous <laughs> But I've got a lot of time for Bournemouth too, and that was very sad. They blew it somehow, didn't they? They had Especially two brilliant they got results result. at the end. Yeah. They, won, mean, they beat, beat Leicester, and then they won at Goodison, but then you look at their record, and they've lost 22 matches. Yes, yeah, terrible. <laughs> I terrible. don't Well, they got themselves relegated when clearly they're better than their position. They changed a lot of personnel, didn't they? And Yeah, yeah. So I feel a bit sorry there. He was he was uh, touted for the Arsenal, wasn't he? How I don't know what will happen. You know, I suppose he'll stay and try and bring them up. I mean, I don't know what he'll do. I don't know who's going to go at Watford. Well, everyone gets to go. Everyone gets to go. So like Andy Warhol, fifteen minutes of fame. Well, I, I, I hear your name's in the frame, Ian. I, I, I believe I'm fourth in line. <laughs> yeah, so I should get there sometime around October. I can't believe then. it. Surely Nathan Aki will believe, and he wouldn't be a bad signing, would he? But he's going to cost a pretty penny isn't he and Norwich City have got some decent players 
Aaron's in yeah, particular. Yeah, the, uh, the fullback, it, Max he Aaron's. Good. And Cantwell might get yeah. a move, mightn't he? They've got the people to be sniffing around those boys, but they they like a big price tag, don't they? The Premier League clubs. The English. So you're, English so you're saying we're not why. going to be sniffing around Norwich's no, bins, that's exactly what I'm saying. bins? There's no. Yeah. No, bins we're, just, we're at Chelsea's bins trying to get William because he's free. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea's bins. Someone uh, saw another thing online saying oh, we've got no money for Ramsey, we've got no money for Wilshire, we've got no money for Welbeck, we've got no money for Gazola. We didn't really get money for Sanchez. And it was really, uh, as a comparison with what they've done at Liverpool with their transfer dealing, with the enormous fees they've got for players. It really, we, we have been this? outmanaged by so comprehensively. Have we? What the point of the point of it, Ian, is we outmanaged everyone for years under Wenger before the before the Emirates move and before it all well, became yes. difficult. There was a point yes. in two thousand and one, two thousand and two, when we were the best team in the league and we got Sol Campbell for free and Colo Toure for two hundred and fifty grand and yeah. and United paid twenty nine mil for Rio and we were laughing. Uh, we're, our club is better managed. We've got a genius, a guru. We're, we're the best managed club in the league, and we have lost that mantle. <laughs> yeah, well, can I just say, Alexander said to me the other day, do you know, my whole life we've needed a holding midfield player. <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> and I thought, that's, that's not fair on anyone. Harsh, but horribly true, possibly. <laughs> So, you know, we have been, as much as he was unbelievable in those early years, it went horribly wrong hey, quite hey, some Ian, time All ago. you have to say is, if you was a Spurs fan, the last time you would be a pensioner now, you'd be 66 <laughs> or 67 winning the league. You'd be yeah. 11 years old since the League Cup. You know, I mean, Carl, they've got an entire generation of family. But we could have had Jurgen Klopp. Oh, of course, it was the given. Everyone thought. We could have had Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. Could we have had Jurgen Klopp? Yeah. I suppose we could. What yeah. a gig. Yeah. Succeed Arsene Wenger at Arsenal. Liverpool were a joke at the time. We just needed someone at the top to have some balls and say, Arsene, you've done a lovely job. You've won the cup. Now piss off. We're getting the job. Get <laughs> <laughs> out, mate. Sling your rook. <laughs> That'd have been a bit hard, uh, I well, feel. You know, but it's true. It's, it's yeah. true. That's what, you know. So, it, it's a long way back. But as again, you didn't answer my question. Do you feel optimistic? Me personally, well, I right. feel perfect. I feel optimistic. Yeah, I do. I do. No, I don't. Born out of no, no. real. Do you not? No. I we're think miles it's... behind. We're... Yeah, I know we're miles behind, but at least it'd be fun to watch. Yeah, it, I'm it? a fan. Right? I'll go anyway if I can, if I'm allowed, if I can yeah. get in the ground. If I ain't shut because of the China virus, the Chinese, the China virus. <laughs> my favourite, my favourite conspiracy theory is that they, it's been manufactured. It's a, it's fake. And all they actually want to do is to give everybody in the world a vaccine, which actually is a, a tracker chip. chip. Yeah. And that's it's Bill a Gates. plan to to track every human being on Earth. And you think, wow, is it? Bill Gates. That sounds like a really expensive plan. And what is the outcome of that? Well, they would find out that I went down to Travis Perkins last week <laughs> to pick up some screws. <laughs> and that kind of information, Alan, is important. I'm assuming anyone carrying a mobile phone can be tracked Everyone's anyway. Everyone's trapped they? anyway. Yeah. Every time yeah. you use a bank card, 
Are you saying this conspiracy theory might be bollocks? I think it's bollocks. I think there actually is a virus that came from a (laughs) pangolin via a bat. And if the sooner the entire planet goes vegan, the better. I'm not a vegan, by the way. It's worth a go. I love love cheese. Listen, I tell you what, I think... Who doesn't? You know, next week's cup finals, a lot of people who aren't... We should. We're going to win that. Yeah, but there's people out there who are going to be generally inspired for... He inspired me. Uh, yeah, but listen, go on, there's, Keith, a lo- go on. there's a lot of scousers who would have sold yeah. pirate flags during that what? cup final. There's a lot of scousers who would have sold pirate flags, t-shirts, and scarves, what? and they won't now because there's no one going. They're the ones who always. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean uh, at the rip-off gear outside the ground? Outside the ground, or once you oh, know you have the Pacific God. Parade. Come Calm on, down, mate. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You mean you're not going to get a cremative scarf, 2020, get FA Cup finalists? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you when I did buy a scarf, was when I came out of uh, when I came out of the Millennium Stadium in Cardiff after we beat Chelsea two 0 I got a Cup final 2002 scarf. Mm. Oh, it's all right. It's only Ray Parler. Oh, it's all right. It's only Granite Jacker. But he won't have a dig, will he? Neither will Danny Sabayos. Yeah. Listen, gentlemen, I'm going to do some emails. Yeah, go on. Going on. We're going off. We've slightly forgotten that people might be listening. Oh no, mouth, mouth. Slightly. <laughs> Mouse is saying connection lost. <laughs> sums me up. That sums me up today. Uh, this is Jeff Markman. Uh, he says, uh, it, "This got stuck in my head after I heard Karma Chameleon uh, on the radio at the local grocery store." Danny, 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 Danny Sabayos. No, he comes no. and goes, cos he's alone. No, yeah. No. Ian, you came, in with, you came in with a no after the first line. I know. You're like, you should you be on Britain's scan. Got Talent. Just, ah. <laughs> 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 uh, Jeff's from Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, uh, wow. Ian says, never email me again. Oh, let's do these anagrams. These are funny. We had some good fun with the anagrams. Oh, that was and, hilarious uh, last week. Andrew Doughty did some excellent anagrams. Let me remind you of some of them. <laughs> um, old Bighorn is Rob Holding. Sip Ponce Ale is Nicholas Pepe. <laughs> That's so appropriate. Wow. Wow. Turd mask fashion is uh, Chandra Mustafi. Oh, oh, that should be his real name. I love love anal sock ideas. Uh, (laughs) Who's that? That's Sorry, Kalasnach. And, of course, the hag taxi rank is Granite Granite Shaka. God, that Um, so sums them up. Wow! Yeah, and that's, uh, that's the talent that isn't I really it, like. It's uh, Hector Bellerin brothel recline, which really does. <laughs> I could see him doing that. Andrew has very kindly uh, done some uh, Tuesday Club. Oh really? Tuesday Club anagrams. Oh, um, well, this is where we. The, yeah. the Tuesday Club um, uh, chatty used lube. Uh, <laughs> the Tuesday Club is an anagram <laughs> of chatty used lube. Uh, let's change uh, the name now. It's awful <laughs> in every My way. My favourite one is Damien Harris. Damien <laughs> Harris is hairs and a rim, which really. <laughs> <laughs> 
God, a cheat code. You might be able to no. tell, listener, by the fact that keeping in the both expired from resting two diseases. <laughs> but that somehow really does capture Damien very, very well. He's bald as a goo and an absolute porn addict. Hairs and a rim. <laughs> <laughs> oh. just, I've, been, I've made up the fact that he's a porn addict oh. I just suspect it oh, yeah. It works though uh, Ian Stone uh, <laughs> Oh come on <laughs> I know he, what this do is you know, Do you? Have you, done, well, have you had people do your name before? I, well I imagine there's Well I'm saying there might be a nose in it No there's no nose. no nose No nose Your right, nose uh, gets <laughs> no, I'm, Now you've said that I, don't, I doubt this I will get <laughs> uh, no, it is one stain. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually worse. That's actually Stone. worse. Ian Stone is one one stain. Lovely. One you could, stain. You could have <laughs> shining in the darkness. Just one. Yeah, stain. here we go. Keith Dover. Oh, he's going to have his work cut out here with my. No, he hasn't because you know what? You see what he's done? He's oh. done Keith El Presidente Dover. Okay, your old sly boots. Go and he's got. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> it says. I can't even read it out. <laughs> Herpes Devil. <laughs> it's not finished. It's not finished. Herpes Devil to enter Dyke. <laughs> Herpes Devil to enter Dyke. Keith oh. President of Dover. Uh, Oliver Scott to Rove Clits. Uh, Ty Papula, Pay Apollo 2. Does not work. Um, oh. And for me, for me, he's got Alan Davis' naive salad. But he has, uh, <laughs> he has, he has put in brackets blat- blatant favouritism. You know what with me being a host and everything, right? Blatant favouritism as I steered away from using the many choices with anal. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, Andrew yeah. Doughty has provided us Andrew. for two weeks running with magnificent entertainment and uh, we'll be receiving a copy of your book here. Lovely. Andrew, send it. us your address. And, uh... One stain. It goes with one stain's blessing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I also, uh, Stephen Alden has emailed. Stephen, you're up. Um, I thought you and the Tuesday Club gents would appreciate this list of anagrams of some of the best players to have played for that mob down the road. Yeah. Go on. Pickings were quite slim, as, let's face it, most of their players have been shit. But I'm sure... <laughs> so true. <laughs> Just the picture, Paul Miller came to mind. But I'm sure you will agree that, much like the Arsenal ones, these are very apt. So here we go. You ready for these? Uh, yeah. Gary Mabbott. <laughs> Mabbott is a junkie... Is a <laughs> Gary Mabber is Tarty Bumbag. <laughs> yeah. Tarty yeah. Bumbag. I don't know why it's funny. It just is. I played a charity game once at the old Wembley. A char- it must have been Comet Relief. I don't know. Mick Hutnell was playing. Angus Deaton. A few people like that. And uh, I played as well. And I was shit. And I was, and I was being marked by Gary Mabber. And I shit you not, I didn't have a touch. I did not touch no. the ball. He didn't even let... He could easily have let me try and have a touch and then come and got it off me. But rather that, he just would... Every time the ball came anywhere near me, he would just go and intercept it and go off with it. 
I, I think he was no. still good enough to play for England, frankly, at that time. So I'm happy that Gary is a lovely fella, tarty bumbag. Uh, Teddy Sheringham! Ah, oh, Teddy Sheringham. Greatly hated by us all, uh, despite being really good at football. Uh, Eddie Minge Thrash. Uh, Tim oh, Sherwood. Oh, Tim oh, Sherwood. Can we, just, can we leave oh, on that? You want to hear that again? You want to hear that again? Oh, Eddie, just, just, appear like listen, the next act on tonight is Eddie Minge Eddie Minge Thrash. You've seen it before. Stay where you are. Lock the doors. Here he comes. He's only got one song, but it's a good one. It's Eddie Minge Thrash. <laughs> Isn't that Teddy Sheringham? <laughs> Uh, Tim Sherwood, Tim Sherwood, losing manager in the 2015 Cup final, as well as general bell end against the Arsenal for years. Gilet uh, thrower. Tim Sherwood, do you Oh, most weird. <laughs> Is that it? That's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, most weird. Oh, most That's weird. Nice. It's a little bit Joe Lysett, but we'll take it. I'm writing oh, down as he means fresh. That makes me uh, David Ginola, of course, you all know David Ginola is the vagina dildo. That's the. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You've all known David Chinola's vagina dildo for years, but did you know that Martin Chivers is a craven shit rim? <laughs> Do you know, I didn't know that. I did not know that. I didn't know craven, that. He's craven shit rim, Chivers. <laughs> oh, I'm crying here. Oh, did Eddie you know? Fresh. Did you know that Steve Archibald? <laughs> he's still, he's still three anagrams yeah, mate, ago. Mate, get over the Eddie Minchrash. <laughs> We've had Craven Chip. You've had Craven no, Chip no, since then. Martin Chibis is a Craven Chip rim. <laughs> Come on. He's just turning for the first time. Look at no, I'm I'm gonna, still at don't you can't <laughs> die on the podcast. <laughs> oh. Wait, uh, do you want to hear what Steve Archibald is? Go, go yes, of course. Go. I will we'll take yes. more care of you, Archibald. Archibald. Every time he's off. Anyway, uh, Steve Archibald, bastard vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Bastard vehicle. Uh, Ian Walker. I always felt a bit sorry. Sorry, oh. I always felt slightly sorry for Steve Archibald when all of us would go. Archibald is. Well, because now everyone used to sing Archibald is ugly. And I used to think, oh, oh my God, how <laughs> I mean, oh, every time he plays, every... And he'd go home, wouldn't he, and say, do you think I'm... No, no, you're gorgeous. No, they didn't. They you didn't, know. actually. They, they agreed. They went, no, you oh, are ugly, mate. Cold, That's what ugly. made it worse. <laughs> the whole game. The whole game. That was the time when there still were Scottish people around the league, isn't it? That's what... You know, we've yeah. got Kieran Tierney and there's Robertson up at Liverpool and they're both fantastic players. I think Kieran bit, Tierney... He's wonderful, I love oh. him. I love it. And every time I'm he plays, I'll read you an email in a minute with a Kieran Tierney song. It's one of them. It's, Go it's on. Brought me, I, I haven't done that. I haven't finished the anagrams. But it's, oh, the, <laughs> it's oh, brought God. me so much pleasure. Oh, I've actually God, been yeah. singing it for myself. Uh, uh, this, uh, Ian Walker, L. Wank Air. <laughs> Ledley King, Nil Leg Dyke. <laughs> Dyke but up. Peter <laughs> Crouch. Peter Crouch Peter. has oh. turned up at the end. Right. Crotch puree. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Makes you feel for Abby Clancy, doesn't it? <laughs> Peter Crouch's crotch puree. Have a spoonful of crotch puree. Uh, and uh, and he says Stephen Alden. He sent me these, you know, knowing that the Ian St- copy of Ian Stone's book is up for grabs. And he goes, "Don't worry about the book. I probably won't read it." Oh, oh come on, mate! So right, right at the end, he's brutal there. Yeah. Brutal. You know what? You know. Hey, I'm not, I don't have to get reviews for people who haven't even no. read the book first. But I, I do like the anagrams. He's given us craving shit rim. Uh, and Eddie Mintz. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that making you laugh so much? I don't know. But this guy just just honestly, Stephen, thank you very much. I'm not. I'm not going to send you a copy of Ian's book because if you're not, if you're not going to read it, but we are going to send one to Andrew Doughty. Oh, uh, someone here sent me so many songs I can't even read them. It's, it's too. Where's many. the Kieran Tierney one? Too many. There's too many. Uh, oh, someone suggested because we we have been going with Kieran Tierney. Yes, he came down from Scotland to be number three. He's better than Ashley and Gay or Clichy. Oh, but see, that's a that's a new version because yeah. previously we'd say he's better than Ashley or Kieran Tierney. So it's it's good. It works quite well that you squeeze Clichy in, but. No, no, keep it. Doesn't really scan. Uh, He also says, Graham Hawkins says, uh, he went, he was late for a game and he bumped into Ray Parler and uh, he was lovely. He said, Holy fuck, it's Ray Parler, you're a fucking legend. And Ray Parler said, Cheers, mate. And And run. That's the end of that anecdote. (laughs) So. You've ruined a perfectly wow. good chant and told me a boring anecdote about meeting the person we already know is one of the greatest human beings on earth, Ray Parler. Oh, I'm going to read you a, quite a funny email about <laughs> Scott Drew Mustafi parking really badly. Oh, there's a surprise. <laughs> His positioning is off, Might is what you're saying. Uh, Aaron Lewis, I took a trip to Temple Fortune in North London this afternoon. Just up the road from Just here. Just up the road from here in Stone. The day after a glorious FA Cup semi-final win against Manchester City to pick up a sandwich. Walking down the high street, I saw a man limping in front of me and identified him as a German international, Scotra Mustafi. Excited and emboldened after the previous day's success, I caught up with him and congratulated him on the result and for playing well. I half expected him to go diving in and slide tackle me, but to his credit, he stayed on his feet. He looked at me, scowled, and then carried on hobbling down the pavement. Oh, yeah, he's got a bad A moment injury. later, he reached his car, an enormous 4x4 with a cracked windscreen, parked on a double yellow line, directly blocking a pedestrian crossing, <laughs> <laughs> with his characteristic lack of spatial awareness. <laughs> he pulled out without checking his mirrors, forcing an oncoming car to hit the brakes and the horn. <laughs> Events took a slight turn for the better as I noticed this car was a left-hand drive with a German number plate so at least he's ready to leave the country. Ooh, bit of intel there. <laughs> uh, that really turned. That, oh, that, there's a whole narrative to that. Aaron Lewis. 
not going on. It'd be interesting to see the Arsenal training ground uh, parking lot because I should imagine our defenders are all their cars are parked all over the shop. You know, not between the lines. You know, just all you know out of position. Sounds like Mustafi parks where he wants. He parks where he wants. He parks where he wants. Scodra Mustafi. Now Matthew Carr sent me this. Tierney's got Sterling in his bag. He's got Raheem Sterling in his Tesco bag. Tierney's got Sterling in his Tesco bag. He's got you all in his Tesco bag. He's got Mohammed Salah in his Tesco bag. He's got and you get the picture. He's got Harry Kane in his Tesco bag. He's got Harry Kane in his Tesco bag. He's got you all in his Tesco bag. That's got legs. Tierney's got Sterling in his Tesco bag. He's got Raheem Sterling in his Tesco bag. He's got Harry Kane in his Tesco bag. He's got them all in his Tesco bag. Just make out. Fill in the words as you please. It's absolutely brilliant. You'd have to sort of, if you were singing that on the terraces, that on the terraces, yeah. in the ground, you'd have to sort of have a little sort of whisper, who are we doing next? And then just get into that one, you yeah. know what I mean? Jamie Otherwise... Vardy in his Tesco bag, he's got Jamie <laughs> Vardy in his Tesco bag. Loads of them scan. Yeah. Loads yeah. of them scan. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of love for, for Kieran Tierney. Well, it's the intensity he plays the game at. All the way through, he's just up for it, isn't he? When he overruns it, he's gutted, but, you know, he just gets on with it and he keeps working. I, I love him. I absolutely love him. Uh, I did hear a, a thing that he supposedly uh, he, was, he was asked to tone it down in training. Oh, yeah, I read that. Did yeah, you read right. that? And Martin Keown blew a gasket over that. No, 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 no. No, don't tell no, me. No, don't tell you. This is... Uh, well, I'm with you, Ian. I'm just so delighted we signed him. He looked a good player at Celtic. Also, I did say, point out last week that Arteta was very good with the languages and he can shout, Alay, 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 at Lacazette, but he can shout lengthy instructions in Spanish to Danny Ceballos, who is very, very busy and a brilliant footballer, but creates no chances, I don't no, but he can also speak no. English. And, and I was saying he's going to have to learn Scottish for Tierney. And I was reminded, not that I need to remind you, but I was reminded that, of course, Arteta played for Glasgow Rangers and uh, is fluent in Glaswegian, so I won't have any trouble. He speaks seven languages, Mikel Arteta. Yeah, I think three of them are Spanish dialects, but we'll give it. Catalan, <laughs> Catalan, Basque, and Spanish. It's true, but still, it's impressive. I didn't think we'd have a manager who spoke more languages than Arsene Wenger. No, he's the real. Now, I, mean, it's a, I really it's a think bar. he's fantastic, Arteta. I've really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've absolutely. He said the other day that I look at what I've got and I look at the Man City. Not this isn't what he said. I'm obviously paraphrasing. And how are we going to beat them? How are we going to win the game? And you deploy your squad and your players in the way that obviously what you want to do is play passes all day long and have loads of shots and win five nil. But if you think you can't. Alex Ferguson changed the way United played against us when we got too good for them and they chased yeah. us around and kicked us. He knew we were better than them. Yeah. So that's the situation. He'd love to build a team like that, maybe. And he does look like Captain Black. He does. Yes. We should have that uh, over the Eternal. This is the voice of the Mr. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Black, though, looks like he's been drinking heavily, doesn't he? Compared to Captain Scarlet. Uh, Jack Damon has emailed to say, great to have the podcast back. It's one of the best things about being an Arsenal fan. Well, that is, it's praise, but at the moment... Yeah, it's a low bar. It's a low bar. 
to be fair. But thank you all the same. <laughs> no one ever said that when we were brilliant, though, did they? <laughs> no. To be fair. No, yeah. we're, we're in some little tiny backwater with a little niche old men. <laughs> Come well, on, you're welcome, Jack. Back up. Um, uh, you often speak of the need to have seven in your team that you can count on to back you up, as he puts it, in a conflict situation, whereas we call it the tunnel. Uh, Tony Adams always said, football's. Well, he said it to me. He said it to me directly on a radio thing I did with him. He said, You need, to, you need seven. And I'll never, yeah. never forget it. The way he said it, I just knew immediately what he meant. You need seven. Uh, my question for you and the guys, you're the guys, I think, yeah. Who would be in your all-time Arsenal minus seven? Seven players that would be of such poor character or so physically unimposing they would be no good to you in a tunnel brawl. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, what he's done is enlisted a load of short players. Yeah, but that's not the way it works. Because he's included included in his list Andre Arshavin, who famously, famously heals like dog. He'd be in a terror. I wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to fight Andre Arshavin. You'd have no idea yeah. what would happen. Oh, yeah, no, I think you were right, Keith. Shamak is definitely one of, the, one of them. one of the minors. So is Javinho. So is Javinho. I've got a little question about Granite Xhaka, frankly, Ooh. in the minus seven. <sighs> I don't know about Granite Xhaka. Who knows? That was, I mean, hey, if anything shows how long the season was, it was the fact that in November we were at that game against Palace <laughs> and, uh, and he was taking off his armband and doing whatever and the whole crowd are booing and by the end of the season he's the first name on the team sheet after Aubameyang he was very good against Man City and he's going to have to be very very good at the weekend against Chelsea Um, we've got a couple another one from Andrew McKenna uh, anagram of David Bentley evidently bad (laughs) Wow, uh, that's almost too good, isn't anagram it? Anagram of Gilberto Silva, Village Bistro, somehow fits. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren Gashelny, unlikely ancestor. I'm greatly impressed by the work that's gone on in such a completely pointless Oh, I don't task. know. It's made me laugh tonight. I think those are sheer brilliance. So I'd love to buy him a drink. Yes. Yeah. But you can't. No. Um, I'm really... Gutted we can't go with this cup final. Yeah. At this point, we'd be awaiting the outcome of the ballot and the whole thing about going... I know it's a pain Wembley Park and queuing up afterwards and all that, but uh, it's a cup final, you know, and we, this has very much been our thing in recent years, getting to the, We've got to so many finals, even though we've had a terrible time in the league. We've had a League Cup final, Europa League final, FA Cup final... This is the fourth season in a row we've had a final, albeit we've won one and lost two. It's the third one against Chelsea. I think a, last... a few weeks ago, I think Chelsea were thinking they would destroy us because we were looking a bit ropey after the Brighton fiasco. But I don't think they think that now. They know they can lose games. They've lost plenty of games this season. Mm. And they've lost a lot of games. Oh, and sh- we beat Man yeah, City. We beat a team that hadn't lost in the FA Cup since 2017. We've never, we so, didn't get the easiest of cup draws. I mean, we Leeds at home, but Leeds were, you know, have been promoted. They're a very good team. Leeds should have won that. Yeah, Bournemouth away, Sheffield United away. Mind you, Sheffield United in a full house. That may have been a different result. Manchester yeah, City yeah, yeah. in the semi-final. We've done yeah, well in the FA Cup. We've done very well to get to get to where we are. 
Um, I think it was talk, wasn't there, 50. about fans being let in? A few fans, but that's gone out the window, isn't it? It's going to be behind closed doors. And They've said no fans at all. I don't know what. That's, well, I haven't, you know, I haven't had an email saying go in a ballot. Let's put it that way. Oh, no, that's true, yeah. yeah. But they're not even talking right. about whether they can go going. up the steps to collect the cup. They may have to give it to them on the pitch, you know, they're saying, well, hey, so- it is the way it is. But you know what? Is, I don't yeah. care. Well, if we beat Chelsea, I wouldn't, I don't care. I'd like to be there. I'd like to have been there for the semi-final. It would have been mm. unbelievably good to be there for the semi-final because I was sitting at home and I felt like I was. It was sitting amazing, there. It was just it? absolutely. Aubameyang's on red had. hot form. He looks He's fantastic. Great. So He's great. That's our th- the worry for me is that Giroud scores and we lose one nil. That's that's. But I think that's what I can see coming over the hill. But I think you're right in that they don't. He doesn't seem to really. They're not really sure what their best team is, and and I don't suppose we are either. It, I I, th- I don't think it's a fifty fifty. I think they're strong favourites, but we could definitely win the game. Uh, the, the difference between last year and this year is you've got a manager who knows about the Premiership more. He knows how to set up. I mean, he, he's he's still got to rely on the Arsenal turning up. But I think with Emery last year in the Europa League, you know, maybe we didn't set up right. The, the attitude was wrong. Something was wrong. Between Something the last was wrong, and I feel like that, that was really the beginning of, of, yeah. the, of the real, the, the Ozil issue. The ball came to Ozil from the kickoff. I still remember it, and he looked so casual on the ball for his first touch. And Chelsea just then dismantled us. Mm. And and Ozil got substituted in the 79th minute or something. And Joe Willett went on, 19-year-old kid from the youth team went on, in his place in the Europa League final. And I said to an Arsenal supporting friend of mine, I said, this, if we win this Europa League, this is one of the great days in the club's history. And he went, oh, no. It's a... I said, what are you on about? Mm. This is the Europa League. This is the UEFA Cup. We've won two European trophies ever. We, this is a big moment for us. And we didn't turn up, and it was crushingly disappointing. But we are better at Wembley, we are better in the FA Cup, and we have to be better than last season. We have to show more, take them on, and go and try and... Let's not go down 4-1, come on. No, I don't yeah. think we will. I think, yeah. I think we've got every chance of winning, and I really do believe that if the attitude is right, then it, it could be a close game, you know? It could it's going to be weird, isn't it, with five subs and drinks breaks and yeah, all that? Yeah, that's all a bit weird. The whole thing's weird, though, isn't it? It's all weird, everything. <sighs> yeah. So it's just another weird thing. But you know, So if you lose it, you can say, ah, oh, well, it's weird. And if you win it, you can say we're better than Chelsea, who we've always hated because all their fans are horrible racists. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, so, well, I'm glad we're not going there obviously, now. With the obviously, trade. that's a joke, <laughs> yeah. listener. <laughs> yeah, they're lovely people. Salt of the earth, diamond. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, lads. Thanks very much. Uh, I, I won't see you at Wembley at the weekend. We won't be meeting under the Bobby Moore statue or whatever we've done. Mm. Uh, for, for listeners of this podcast who don't go to cup final sporting the Arsenal, this is a bit of a routine. Uh, we love going to these games. And it's just, it's gutting that we can't be there, but I I you know I go Arsenal two one and uh, and we bring home the cup and then we have the rest of Europa League to contend with. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Right? Absolutely. And then we'll do a review of the season when we can remember it. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Cheers, See ya.